This is Emily Swallow from The Mandalorian, Supernatural, and Castlevania, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. The scariest non-horror movie ever. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box. Big bombs and shit. Scariest non-horror movie, huh? I think if you think about a lot of this shit, like it's pretty horrifying. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I've seen it's it's the Avengers of the fucking this universe. <laughs> uh, we're obviously talking about Oppenheimer. Uh, it's a 2023 epic biographical thriller film written and directed by Christopher Nolan, based on the 2005 biography American Prometheus by Kai Bird and Martin J. Sherwin. The film chronicles the career of American theoretical physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer. Story predominantly focused on Oppenheimer's early studies, his direction of the Manhattan Project during World War II, and his eventual fall from grace due to his 1954 security hearing. Uh, Cillian Murphy stars as the title character. Emily Blunt is the wife, Catherine Kitty Oppenheimer. Matt Damon is Lizzie Groves, the director of L.A. National Laboratory, and Robert Downey Jr. as Levi Strauss or Louis Strauss. I'm sorry. Really? All right. <sighs> um. So the thing you spoke about at first is this runtime. I believe it's 180 minutes. Six, twelve, eighteen. It's exactly three hours long. Some movies don't feel like they're three hours long. <laughs> like this movie, not that it's bad, right? But it, you feel all three hours of it. <laughs> I feel like there was a little bit of fat somewhere. We could have. I don't know where because it's like it's not the whole movie's interesting. Yeah, it's just it does feel like it's a fucking long movie. <laughs> Uh, obviously, like the synopsis says, this tells the story of how Oppenheimer and his team created the atomic bomb and why and the circumstances surrounding him in his career. Um, that's the whole plot of the fucking movie. Like, there's not much to talk about there intrinsically. Like, it's just that's what it is. Um, More or less. Yes. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much where it is. Um, I've never, I mean, obviously, I think most of us, especially kind of our age, um, definitely the older than us, know the story of the Manhattan Project and kind of what happened. I don't think that, I think this is great timing for what's happening in the world and just for young people in general, because you do get far removed from things like this and you forget the gravitas of the situation and kind of what happened during that time frame. And so I, I think it's timed perfectly. It came out, I think in a really good time for something like this. Yeah. I think it's, um, well, I mean, I think any time really is like a good time to like, remember, but what do, I, what do I say? Like, it does feel like right now more than any time in my life, the majority of the populace, I'm not saying it's hundred percent true. I'm just saying it doesn't feel like, they put any weight towards like important things or historical sure. things. Yep. So to see a movie come out that's like shines a light on 
what the country was like not only back then, why we developed the bomb, why the bomb got used, like the repercussions of that going forward. Like I think it's good to put in front of people's eyes, right. essentially. Yeah, I th- I think that we are starting we as a people are starting to lose because there's there's a lot of and I'm not discounting the the plights of the people but I feel like everything is a plight like we feel like as a people right now in this time that everything is an argument everything is important and I feel like this we're starting to lose grip on things that were like life threatening importance and so a, a look back on a on a on World War 2 era it was cool. It was a. It was and the, and the telling of a story, like I said, that I I knew kind of circumstantially about and not completely about. Obviously, this didn't tell everything, but like it's a deeper dive than I think I would have ever done on the Manhattan Project. So uh, I I thought it was really good. Like Cillian Murphy, I, I've only I don't I'm not familiar too familiar with him. I know that he's uh, Peaky Blinders. I think is really really popular, and I think that's his big thing. Um, but I've never seen it, so I'm just was never familiar with the actor. But he no. does really good. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, I've heard it's a very good show. I just never didn't get into it that yeah. much for the first season. But yeah, I mean he's great in this movie. Um, I studied the Manhattan Project a little bit because I, I did do like a high school history like exam on it, and then I have read the book. I've listened to the book. This is one of the audio books I listened to. Nice, quite a while ago. So like I did know what was going into it, but. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a lot of the shit's super haunting about the like, especially the ending. You know, where he's like the just the realization that like this invention or this understanding could pot- potentially lead to like you know the end of our species, and right. like still could very easily, for sure, um, or more easily now. But also just the like humanity of people back then like like what a fucking weird time it must have been to live in where they're like you you think communist shit like we'll fucking take your life away like <laughs> like that's fucking weird right but it's very similar to today it's like you don't like transvestites you're fucking not getting you know take your career and it's just like I just think it's so important. Like, now that I agree with like people transphobicness sure. or whatever, but I just think it's so important today to like understand that it's okay for people to have different points of views as long as they're not violent or you know. At a certain point, I don't think it's okay. Like, I, I, there was a I, I forget, but it was a TikTok, but there was a guy who did it where it was like. You know, like once once somebody goes so far, you absolutely shouldn't put up with it. Right. Like that to me, that's like. Nazi-esque level thinking. Yeah, like it gets to that point, you know, if you're like an open Nazi and you're trying to spread some shit, yeah, fuck you. (laughs) I think even violence at that point is okay against you. But up until that point, it's like... I think you just have to just disagree with people and sure. move on. But like, there's no I, I I what I what I'm hearing from that and what I think as well is that there's not there's not much nuance 
that people don't leave space for nuance in conversations anymore. You know what I mean? Where this, like you said, this movie brings up the, the questions of like, like, yeah, this shit could kill. And it did kill thousands of innocent people. But like, if we didn't do it, they were going to do it. And so like, how do you weigh those two things up against the fact that he knows he just, uh, you know, he didn't do it directly, but indirectly he killed the, you know, thousands of innocent people with his invention but how do you 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 have that conversation you know and and it's crazy like you said that the the thoughts of how you deal with people who we say are fascist or communist or whatever who maybe aren't or or who maybe disagree with some things that are happening in sports today are more nuanced than if i don't agree with it i'm just a bad person you know what i mean and and those conversations i feel like again are they're, they're starting to slip away you're starting to not live in a place where it's okay to 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 debate as long as you're not being dickheads to each other because you, the, you can't – there's generally not a black and white <laughs> – there's not generally a black and white to things like this. Yeah. You have the conversations and it, and it's way more nuanced and, and, and there's more thought behind it than just you think this, you're a bad person. That's it. That's the end of it. We're taking your whole life away. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? There are those people. Like you said, there are those people who are like, that person is just a bad person. <laughs> But most of us are in the middle ground of like, I think this, I feel this, and I'm not wrong. We just have different opinions as to how we want to move going forward. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, and yeah, if someone's like, you know, anti-Semitic or something to a point, obviously you get too far to you want to fucking kill them all, then that's where I believe (laughs) you don't deserve to exist in my personal opinion but even up if up until that point it's just like i don't get it we're not really going to be friends but you have the right to think what you sure. want to think i guess like as a human being but like yeah no that's not acceptable today it evidently hasn't been acceptable for some time <laughs> just to see how too how you could get railroaded so bad by like in courts and things like that it's just like uh i don't know a lot of this movie was like haunting for different reasons sure. like to see how like somebody could come after you like that, like in the government or like in a court setting or something, and you just no matter what, like you're fucked. Like, it, just, <laughs> it seems like eh. <laughs> so weird. It is it is weird because because you're talking about Strauss and Robert Downey Jr.'s character. He 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 was a dick, and he was going after Oppenheimer for no reason. Um, no, from it was what, a reason. From I don't know what if it was I can tell. Well, I mean, he thought that they they were banding against him. You know what I mean? And and I don't well, know. Well, Oppenheimer that, was just a dick to him too. And like, I I get the like you wouldn't like the guy, but <laughs> I mean, trying to ruin him. Sure, just, that's the point of which I don't understand. <clears throat> I, I'll definitely understand the people who do that, but I don't understand like our whole society is starting to become like that. And I don't get it. Or it's just like, you don't agree with somebody and it's just like, well, they don't deserve to be able to feed their family. Yeah. It's like, what the fucking like they, if they work, like they're working. You know? like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, <laughs> Again. or someone cracks an off, you know, an off cute joke or something at the wrong moment and you didn't like it. So now that person should get fired. It's just like, or you just don't like them. Like, <laughs> if their company wants to fire them, that's different. I mean, like, or whatever. Sure. That's their own thing. But, like, I just don't understand the, uh, the outrage and the uproar. Because I really honestly feel like I've never met a human being where I couldn't pull a moment from their life and ruin them for it. 
based on what I see in society. Sure. Never. Like the most like fucking stark liberals like that I've I've known personally. There are moments where I've heard things them say in like a conversation where they were just joking and they were kidding or they just didn't think about it. Or if that was fucking recorded, could be fucking leveraged against them huge. But it's like I don't understand why people want to do that. Like, <laughs> Uh, again, for, uh, like like I put we a lot said, of my shit on the microphone, but this is this is more this is nuance, right? I I also am like, ah, you're a dickhead. Like I don't know how you know why if you are anti-Semitic. Like I, I don't understand that. And but most anti-Semitic people that I hear or that are captured on video do get to the point where they're like, "Fuck you, Jews," and you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, "All right, you should fucking stop." <laughs> like that's you know what I mean. I, but the, but I just yeah I don't I don't I move on with my life. We're both colored. Like we we I'm sure we've both heard racist bullshit directed at us, and I move on. And I and I know I've I've had in my friend group we've told I've had racist jokes pointed at me. But I know that it's not. I know with those assholes it's not coming from a point of like he doesn't fucking. We're just having fun with each other. Like again, that's how we are. Like it's you. It's so everything is pushed out of context. No matter what you fucking do. Like we, I'm sure if you looked back into our fucking 200 hour archive, that you probably find something you don't like. I get it. Like it's, <laughs> I've intentionally said things that people could, I know they could use. Or like, I mean, I don't. You could call my job all you want. Not going to give a fuck. But, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I said stuff on purpose because it's like I, I have some views that like I don't care if you disagree sure. with me on them at all like going back to the transgender issue i have no issue with transgendered people but i have like a crazy issue with some of the surgeries because of how dangerous they are and how little information is given to the people who get them like i don't care who you are if you that makes me fucking weird like no, i don't think people should fucking be getting surgeries that don't actually affect anything Besides a body part that's likely to kill them and ruin their life. Like, no, fuck that. Like, that shit's not figured out yet. They shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've seen there's – I forget what the documentary is called, but there's a documentary about specifically the transition from men to women, like the bottom surgery, to where it's like way more often than not – Go, your life will be cut short by this surgery from infections mm-hmm. and shit like that. And it's just like – I'm sorry. Like, I think there's something – that could be worked on emotionally and chemically in your body to get you to a happy spot. That's not going to kill you. Right. Like, and I just don't think that shit's okay. But like, I feel the same way about breast augmentation surgery and shit too. Like you're like, people still die from that. And it's like, it's fucking, it's cosmetic, man. Like I get it. And then for me, it's like, I get it. But if like you're found to be, cause I think, I think, and I don't know because I've never had to. I've never dealt with any of that. I think that most surgeons and doctors, when you're having something like that done, especially something that's cosmetic, you do have to have some kind of uh, like they talk to you about it. This is your risk. You need to talk to somebody. Can yeah, yeah, yeah. we? Can we find other ways? I don't think you know there's I mean? like no discussion, but it's just like if the people who and I think I've watched at least like. Forty or so different YouTube videos and the documentary are too believed, like with that specific surgery, that the risks were just not 
that well explained. Like that they were explained like, you know, this is what you really want. Yeah, sure. They were asked that. Right. And like, you could have complications, but it's just like, not like there will be complications like forever. Like, and like, it didn't seem like they got the full picture. Sure. And all, not to mention that all of them seem to have regret it. So it's like most of the people who've got the surgery are not happy. They got it. Sure. Sure. It's a, it's a tough line for me because I go, Man, you decided to do it at the end of the day. Oh, like, that's why you know I'm not. I mean, that's it's, why I'm it's not hard. holding a. <laughs> that's why I'm not holding a picket sign. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm never going to like vote for your right not to do it. I just don't agree with it. Sure, sure, sure. that's what I'm saying. It's just like, yeah, man, if you're going to go do it, you're going to go do it. Like, and I think you should have the right to go do it, and you should have the right to do it. The surgery, I guess, but I think it's fucking not good. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your lifestyle or what you believe. It's just. You don't want anybody to die needlessly. Yeah, I just I, I feel like it's so. I feel like so many things are in our heads, and this comes from a personal experience of things I've thought about myself or ways I've felt that I know are temporary that people forget are right. temporary. And like, if you learn coping mechanisms, if you learn how to like love who you are as a person, like I feel like a lot of those things go away in a way that you don't have to die, like right. potentially, like. So it's just, uh, to me, I feel like there's. There's a big room for, there's a lot of room for therapy sure. in this world that's not happening. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I don't, I've never had therapy myself. Uh, you I don't know, think everyone I, needs I don't, it. I, but. Don't, I don't know that everybody needs it. I think that we all probably could benefit from it. Like you don't, I don't know that you need to, quote unquote, to have to, I don't think you have to need therapy to be like, I, I think I could benefit from talking to somebody and just talking my life throughout with somebody. You I know think I mean? everybody could benefit from it. I think there are lots of things that are therapy. Yeah, for sure. Especially a lot of the different person. Yeah. Like a lot of the things I would consider therapy to the ways that I used to think have been just self-education. I have seen a therapist before, but like a lot of, a lot of the breakthroughs that I've come through in my life have been through just educating myself over time. And like that has been helpful for me. There's lots of different things that are helpful for different people. Yeah. I, I, I it's it, it this converse, these conversations are hard because I don't I just don't understand. Yeah. Like you, I don't want any hopefully the surgery you do doesn't kill you. I hope that, you know, I want you to be happy as a person whatever the fuck that means, you know what I mean? Go figure that out. I just have never in my head understood like for me, I'm sure I do things that are effeminate to like dude dudes. You know what I mean? And to me, I'm like, I don't. It is that's me. Like, I, it's fine. I don't care. I've never once thought like maybe I was a female. Like, I just I've I've never thought that. It's just always been like I'm me. Whatever the fuck I'm doing, you know what I mean? Whether I fucking like to read poems or fuck whatever the case is, I've never thought to dismantle who I was in order to be that person. And so that's why. In my brain, I just don't understand it. There's, I don't think either one of us are taking away from that that issue. I, it is hard to just understand it because I just had never have, and so it's hard to have that conversation. Yeah, definitely. I've to me that's never been a part of my identity, so I don't get it either. Same thing with like sexuality. Like I am heterosexual, but I don't consider that part of my personality right. or person either like if i was gay i wouldn't care like and it's funny because like a lot of like dude bros like to make those jokes and it's like they don't offend me in the slightest 
People <laughs> like you're gay. I was like, oh, if I was gay, I was gay. Uh. <laughs> and it's the same. Like, go be go be a dude, bro. If that's what you want to do, go be. If that's what makes still you happy, be a douche, bro. Don't be a dick. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> and even if you are a dick, like I still believe in your right to be a dick. I just sure. don't want to associate. Yeah, with yeah, you. yeah. No, I get it. I'll and try to ruin you. But it's the same. Like I'm again. We I'm I'm a colored man. I'm a Mexican man. I but that's never been who I am. It's just who I happen to have been, how I happen to look. Like I've never, I've, I don't. Again, same thing for America. I love the country within uh, with with which I live in, uh, but I think she could do better. You know, I definitely think she can do better. That doesn't make me anti-American. I'm just not like America. Like that's who I. I've never associated myself with those things. I think we, as a society and as a, as a people, we can grow and do better. So like, that's all. Here's the thing with that like concept. I love the idea of America. America of itself is completely like irrelevant to me because if I go a city over, it's different than this city. That's different than that. And, and like I love the idea of like a melting pot of people who are completely fine with anybody else and all of their freedoms. Mm-hmm. We definitely don't live in that society, which is why like I think it's okay to have like a dissenting opinion because I think we need to, because it'd be cool if we lived in that society, but we don't, but like, that's why I don't under, I'll never understand the uproar of that, of the people who are like, it's fucking America who get the fuck out. I'm like, what? I, I also think like people don't realize like how privileged we are and stuff like that. It's like, I've never understood the whole, like, why do people cross on the border? It's, it fucking sucks where they live, dude. Like, yeah. I I've been there. Yeah. It's an invisible it's, line, it's bro. Fun. It's a fucking line that doesn't exist. Like, those, I, I think a lot of that ignorance come from, comes from never exploring and never wanting to go. To me, I don't know if that's even ignorance as far as it's just... That to me is the shitty side of nationalism. Have to be like, well, I'm from here and they're fucking my shit up. And I was like, you be, I mean, that's all luck. Like you got a lucky fucking sure. hand. You could have easily been from there, and then you wouldn't think that way. So, and that's and that's what I mean. I think if if a lot of those people were exposed to those things in other countries, I think they would. I think that would maybe maybe they wouldn't change overnight, but I yeah. think at least they'd be able to see. The why these people make the decisions that they make. I would hope so. Whether this coming here or whether it's yeah. going to Europe, which I, I've been to Europe, it's a great place. Like people are immigrating there too. You know, a nationalism is a it's a it's a scary thing. It's okay to be proud for it's okay to be proud from where you are. It's okay to be proud of what you do. But when that overtakes everything of your being, like with anything, that's just probably not healthy. Like it's not if you love hot Cheetos and that takes over your fucking life, like that might not be healthy for you. Like it's probably it's time probably to expand definitely a little bit. Not healthy for I you. just mean in general, like <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just that that might not be. No. It might be something you need to look at. I get it. You know. And so, just be Mexican. (laughs) And I just have never like I I know I hang out with the majority of white people because there's not a lot of it's weird, but there's not a lot because there is a lot of Hispanics in in Greeley, but there's not a lot of that are in my sphere. And so it's like, buddy, I don't care. You want to wear your sombrero? Go wear your sombrero. Let's celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Let's eat some tacos, bro. That's fine. I will say, I don't give a fuck. And this might be controversial. And I'm sure everybody feels this way about their people. But I do feel like a lot of cultures could learn a lot from Mexicans. (laughs) I do. I just feel like 
of all the places I've been, which is a lot, I feel like our community is most open-minded. We just don't typically give a shit. <laughs> like, gays, man, this is not really a big deal. Like, other cultures, not really a big deal. Like, fucking jokes, not a big deal. Like, and uh, almost every Mexican I know is that way. So it's like not like a... Uh, I'm trying to think of like a racist Mexican I know. I can't think of one. I mean, I, 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 I can I think, can of, think my, of some older Hispanics. Well, that, I can think of older Hispanics who say racist terms but to me that's just the language of their day like i I think it's incredibly this is one i'll that i think it's incredibly ridiculous that young people think that people from different generations can just think different like you don't understand how they grew up in the area they grew up in yeah my mom says some words that are not okay but she does there's no hate behind them it's just that's the language of her day she doesn't even understand things like luxury watch. Like I, I, I don't know if I told you this. Kind of, my mom doesn't even believe luxury watches are real because she doesn't understand that there's that much money in the world. Like she just doesn't get it. <laughs> I try to tell her there's watches that like cost like hundred thousand dollars. She's like, that's not real. And I'm like, it's fucking real, mom. Like she's like, no, it's not. And it's like she's just fucking close to eighty. That's all. <laughs> like if you think these old people are gonna like. All of a sudden, change like not say like fag or something. It's like that's fucking what they said. Like I don't. It wasn't meant to be crazy back then. Sure. When I was a little kid, we called each other faggots all the time. It never meant anything against gays. Like I have since then changed that word. But even that was difficult to get rid of because it's just part of my vernacular sure. when fucking around with my friends. Like it was hard as fuck to get rid of it. And it, but it just had to happen <laughs> because I still live in a world that I have to be productive, but. A lot of older Hispanics or older whites or older blacks. I just think if we just judge people on their actions as opposed to like a word that comes out of their mouth, you'd fucking see that a lot of people are a lot more decent than sure. people think that they are. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's like a far push off from Oppenheimer, but <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's again, the, the plot of Oppenheimer is very simple. It's very short. It's, it's not, I, I don't think you go into this movie like, Oh fuck, that's what they happened. Like I, don't, I just don't think that's a thing. You go into it exploring the humanity of the people that were there and the bigger questions of like, fuck, should we have done this? And the, I, I think these conversations come from that. And so, I, you know, obviously it was a different time then and uh, these things were thought of differently at the time. And so I, I just think that people like Oppenheimer, even, even Strauss, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, they, again, they, they had the time and the patience for conversations that made them uncomfortable, you know? Speaking of just characters, though, Robert Downey Jr. is, this might be his best movie, I think. Like, ever? As far as an actor goes. Wow. I didn't even know it was him until halfway through the movie. <laughs> really? Because his character, like, the way that he played it is just so different than how he normally acts. And then I remember at one point he made, like, a facial – I think it was the first time that they pull back and um, do, like, a flashback of when he's getting, like, kind of his opinions getting – thrown under the bus by Oppenheimer and he makes this like facial gesture that I'm used to seeing him make and I was like oh it's fucking Robert like like before that I was like not even and not that I couldn't have recognized him if I thought 
it just didn't cross my mind to think of like who that character is. Sure. It's just the character that he was playing is so different than who he plays in the most movies that, that it just sense. it didn't even come to my mind. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh fuck, it's Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and like his character, I just thought was played like I don't know. I thought he did like as far as acting goes, like an amazing job. I mean, it's probably not gonna like blockbuster like. Iron Man or anything or Avengers. No, but, but then, I mean it's a whole different yeah. audience. It's yeah. a, you you it's hard to it's hard to I mean it made so his budget was a hundred million, it made five hundred and fifty two point nine so far and it's only been out for like two weeks. Uh, I was shocked there was that many people at the theater last night when we saw it. Buddy, the hype for fucking Barbie and Oppenheimer together yeah. for some fucking reason. I, I didn't understand it aside from the fact that they were on the same day. It was fucking insane. I was like, surprised people really wanted to see this movie. I I don't know. I I, I would rather see Opp- I just personally I would have rather have seen Oppenheimer than Barbie just cuz of how I am, but I agree with you. There's probably way more people in my head that would I would have been like, yeah, of course Barbie's going to win out. When I think of today's culture, absolutely. <laughs> people don't like to talk about serious things no. today. Like so I thought the Opp- I thought Oppenheimer was like not going to be well received, but like I bought my ticket early in the day yesterday, and like there were no tickets sold. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to be like the only person to have this bitch. <laughs> and then when I went, it was like almost full. Like I was like, oh, fuck, still a lot of people going to see this movie. Yeah, it's 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 done well. I didn't – I'll pull up the Rotten Tomatoes, but I just – I don't – again, aside from the two movies being on the same day, I didn't understand what the hype was. A lot of people have said, have said even though Oppenheimer's a – like a retelling of something, I think it, that it seems like it's a break from Oppenheimer and, and Barbie. Both the stories are so are unique enough that they're a break from what we've been like the action superhero shit that we've been yeah. getting for like the last six, seven, ten years. And I think that's why coupled together they did really, really well. Um, it's a ninety three percent critic score and a ninety one percent audience score. So it's it's been received really well and it's made a lot of money. Yeah, so. That's a really good movie. Yeah, like. It's very good. I thought the nu- the first nuclear explosion wasn't that impressive. Like visually? Visually. Just on, okay. I mean, the, uh, the, the scene is like overall and like the fact that you get this like crazy boom and this wind like minutes at like <laughs> yeah. it lets you know like how powerful like I mean, it wasn't like underplayed, but that's probably exactly what it looked like. But for some reason, I was thinking it was going to be much bigger. <laughs> it is, it's crazy to think they tested that shit like in our own backyard. <laughs> lots just of times. Down the middle of nowhere. They've tested it lots of times. <laughs> it's just crazy yeah. to think about, you know. But I, 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 It's crazy to think about that they like – so I guess like first – on my checklist of things that I'm doing – if even the remotest chance of destroy the entire world come into play, I probably stop. <laughs> so like the my chances b- are near zero. And he's like, he's like what, yeah. what do you want? Zero. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> There's lots of things I do in my life that have a zero percent chance of ending the world. <laughs> I mean, then you got to understand like how near zero it was, like mathematically. Like I understand, like it's pretty near zero. Sure. Like. But not like, but they didn't really know that at the time. Like, I mean, they did, and then they didn't. Like, but I remember reading like where they were having like serious discussions. I remember it was a different nuclear test where they were they were gonna test the atom bomb like in low orbit or something to see what it did to like communications. And I remember like I forget what I was reading, but there were like multiple scientists having like 
for real conversations about like they didn't know if it would light like the ozone layer on fire <laughs> or like if it would kill all of humanity and it's like no you're like yeah do it anyway <laughs> <laughs> I was like it's just the test bro Let's see what happens <laughs> there's like a 05 percent chance you blow up the world at least drop it on the enemy like uh, uh, testing it seems fucked. <laughs> I think that's a bomb you. I am still shocked to this day that like that they decided to use it as opposed to just I think you send the footage of that bomb to Japan. Yeah. I think they stand. They were close. The war was close to being over anyway. Yeah, it was. Like I think they stand down. Like I, 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 Hitler I, had already killed himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Germans were already out of yeah. it. I think. Like I mean, in all honesty, that's one of the few things. I don't understand that America's done like, and I think it is like the most egregious thing America's ever done. And I don't think that Americans look at that very often as far as like, I would almost consider it like, and the second bomb I do consider like almost a war crime at, at, at the end of it. Like you knew the destructive power of it. You knew how many civilians, I mean, maybe I understand the first drop, because they're just over the war and you just wanted to end. But the second one, I don't think it was necessary. <laughs> I I have heard that. I have heard that since then that, you know, we, because we now we, we can pick up the sign and be like, that was a war crime. How dare you? You know, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. it's hard to put myself in the position of like, I don't really know the time. Like, I don't know what was going on at the time. Cause I, I, I mean, we know historically we know, but we don't know like how p- real people were feeling at that time, boots on the ground. Cause I wasn't there. And so I don't know what they thought was necessary. I don't know why they did it in my brain. I have to, I have to assume like they thought that that's what was necessary. You know? So this is a personal opinion of mine, but I think when things of that gravitas come into play, I think you have to completely, and I don't care if it's that situation or an even worse situation. I think you have to step outside of the situation and go like, what would I think was right? No matter what. And I think you have to go with that. And in my opinion, like, detonating a, a warhead of that like mm. magnitude on a civilian population is not acceptable. But I mean, what, like, how, who decides what's right at that time? No, no, I get it. So, like, like the president now, gets now, the choice. Now yeah. we go and we say, yeah, that probably was fucked up because you killed probably millions of fucking innocent people. But at the time, again, that's why it's hard for me to be to even if in, if I lived in that time and I pulled myself out of it and I said, is this right? You weigh that against the fact of like, well, there's a fucking war going on and they're killing my people. But, but again, that's why I, that's what I said. In the, in the gravitas of that moment, I think you have to take situations out of it. Like, sure. I think if you if you didn't explain the situation at all and you just pull the average American even in World War Two and goes, is it acceptable to kill 50,000 or 200,000 civilians. I think people are going to, but so uh, with a missile again, I I understand what you're saying completely, but as a, as a human, I'd be like, well, I don't, I don't know what the fuck is the situation. You got to give me more than just, is this the right thing to do right at this time? I don't fucking know without more information. I mean, but that is the, that is what you're doing though. It's like, no, I know. The, I know. In your in the situation, population. No, yeah. sure, I'm, I'm with you. But it, it, again, it, it's it, it goes up against the. It's unwinnable, right? That situation is not. You can't. You, it's the wrong choice, no matter what you do. And like I said, that's why I'm more forgiving of the first bomb drop, mm-hmm. of to like being like, yeah, I can kind of understand the like the fatigue of it all. 
of just being like, just fucking drop this thing and and go from there. But it's like, but the, after you've seen what the bomb does and you've seen the cat, the you know the people that just you've weighed lace to sure. Dropping the second one just seems. I I understand Oppenheimer's like feeling of it of being like yeah he no blood on his, he has blood on his hands like of course because like yeah it's just that's uh, I get why they made the bomb too. I can see both ways is all I'm saying I totally understand how Oppenheimer the father uh, you know historically of this devastating creation I 100 percent can understand why he's like fuck me like I don't think I should have done this <laughs> I get why he did it too yeah <laughs> like I get why like it had to be done like. Uh, I don't begrudge it being done. I just think, I think it's saying something that we're the only country that's ever done it. Sure. And I think our leadership at that point, uh, yeah, I mean, and everything is easier to see in the past, like in retrospect, but like it's still, we still try people for war crimes in retrospect. So it's like, yeah, in my opinion, like that second bomb was not necessary. And also I, I think we look favorably at like the end of world war two, but I think by the end of it, I mean, it's hard to say we weren't pulling some heinous shit ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. Again, unless you're just a heavy-handed nationalist, I don't know of many people who think positively of of any war. Like it's cool, we won. Like shit, kind of went. I think the overall vibe of World War II like was that we were the good guy. No, but I'm. I'm and I think we were. I, I think so. But I mean, you, when I think of war, no matter what, whether I think I'm the good guy or not, there's always thoughts of like, "Fuck, how could we have not done this? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. How do we avoid this? You know." But at the time, and that's why, to me, in my brain, I, I just have to say. Fuck! At the time, that's what they thought they had to do. Oh yeah, no. who am I to say otherwise? You know what I mean. But now, hopefully, we've evolved enough to have these. And I don't know that we have, but hopefully, we've evolved enough to have these conversations. But we're like, is this goddamn necessary? Do we fucking See, need to do this? I think that yes, like it happened. And it can't unhappen, and like I wasn't there. But I think when we look back historically, I think we have to make those decisions, or else like we come close to potentially doing them again. I think we have to weigh or the we decisions have to that were made versus yeah. what's going on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. We need it's to just, learn from what happened. I just think there has to be a stopgap in our thought process of being like, it's just not acceptable. Right. Like, no matter the situation. Like, it happened, and it, whatever, it happened. But, like, there's no reason to do it again. Like there's no reason for those bombs to exist. Like I, the fact that they do and the quantity that they do is mind boggling. I mean, like you can't unexist them now that they exist. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to take yours out of the United States, but they're going to be like, fuck you. I'm not giving you my bombs. <laughs> no, no, no. And I know that's why it still exists. But to me, I like, it's baffling why the world leaders haven't just sat down and go like, we're just going to get rid of all of them. Yeah. Like to me, that would just, yeah, I get it why we won't just do it first. <laughs> like, I get that. But, like, it's just, uh, to me, it's just like a meeting. It just seems like if you, anybody plan on using one of these motherfuckers again? Like, let's just get rid of them. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Things, and they're so much crazier now than they were then. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So Smarter it's just people. like, that was crazy to see, too, in the movie, the, the, like Albert Einstein, he's like, why didn't you include him? Like he's the smartest man of the, uh, you know, 
of uh, this generation or whatever, and he's like the smartest man of his generation. Like to think of like he's still alive, and people are like, "Yeah, we're way smarter than him." Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember reading that somewhere too, where it's like, like your average high school student technically knows more I mean, than Albert Einstein. I mean, not not as smart. Like he came maybe up, maybe not in his field, but he came up overall? with this shit. But just yeah. like overall, yeah. just has access to more knowledge, right. like than he had. But I mean. We wouldn't have got there without him, so he's definitely the smarter individual. But there's always there's always that person, no matter what you're doing. You think you're the baddest yeah. man on the planet. There's always that fucking next dude. You know what I mean? Like it it happens. Yeah. It's just part of how we evolve as a species. It's just crazy to think <laughs> that like as smart as Albert Einstein was, you would look up things and read things today that like he fucking never thought about, <laughs> or it would blow his mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy to think of how smart all these people were too. That like. They just knew each other. Like, right. it was like, oh, it was fucking Jerry in fucking Denmark. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I've heard those funny comments about how this was the Avengers of this fucking the science field. <laughs> uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're we're never going to get it right. It's never going to be perfect. Just be better. That's oh, yeah. really what it boils down to. You know, let's uh, we're we're only two dudes, but I, f- I feel like everybody on Earth can can safely say like yeah we don't want any more wars <laughs> like uh, definitely not like just, this just figure it out <laughs> and not just that like i don't think we want that society yeah anymore. we don't to where like if you ask a question like your your whole life is scrutinized and you could be blacklisted and even murdered like it's just fucking crazy <laughs> but I really enjoyed the sh- the movie. It, it is long. It is uh, yeah, it's... slower. I would as- I would say than most movies. Um, but I mean, it's been popular. Go watch it if you haven't seen it already. Definitely go see it. Yeah. Uh, prepare yourself for a three hour historical movie. <laughs> it's every bit of three hours. <laughs> so um, I'm probably I'm probably you know I was thinking where was I and and before I saw these. And I, I think I'm more towards the middle 90s. And, and it's just based off of I, I like history. I like the, I like the actors. It was, it was acted really, really well. It didn't necessarily have to rely on – at first I was like, oh, man, this is just going to be bombs and there's just going to be shit going off and that's going to be the movie. And it didn't really rely on that kind of stuff. And so I, th- I thought that was cool. It was much more tense than I thought it was going to be. I imagine I had a bigger idea of the movie just because I'd read the book, but I didn't know that they were going to follow the book right, or what. Right. But um, yeah, overall, I'm definitely in the '90s too. I don't know where, but it's like it's a good movie. Yeah, sure. Go it's check not it out. One I'm going to watch all the time. <laughs> no, no, three. I don't want to be sad all the time, bro. <laughs> it's three hours long. <laughs> Go check it out. Totob dot com, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Find us freaking everywhere. Until next time, I've been Juan. One bullet. And we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with your hosts, Doyle and Juan. To catch all the latest from us, visit our website at totlb.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Outside Longbox, TikTok at TOTLB Podcast, and Thinking Outside the Longbox on Facebook and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, post about it on social media. 
leave a rating and review, and consider a Patreon membership. Thanks for listening.